Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and video series where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today's topic is something that I have been observing and marinating and just really taking a deep dive into for the last six months. And I'm very excited to share it with you guys. So today's episode, we're going to talk about the seven sparks to ignite fanatical fans before the NFT brand tsunami. So we're going to unpack this. We're going to talk about the sparks. We're going to talk about your fanatical fans. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFT uh, brand tsunami. Many of you may or may not be aware of, of what that looks like or what that even means. So we'll talk about that. Um, so let's dig right into it. And I think we have to start with, do you have fanatical fran fans? Is your brand in a position where you have raving mad fans who are crazy for anything they can get their hands on when it comes to your brand. You know, whether you're in the hospitality industry or entertainment industry, sports, or really anything else. It could be medical, it could be educational, uh, it could be manufacturing, it could be serv a service-based business, or just products in general. Every brand has its fans and many of their fans are fanatical. But what has happened since the pandemic is brands have kind of figured out that the traditional ways for them to cultivate and ignite their fanatical fans has really changed, especially with you know, the pandemic, uh, you know, uh, social distancing rules or recommendations from the CDC. And so now brands have really had to think differently. I mean, virtual brand engagement has changed significantly in the last 18 months. When you think about it, I mean, what have we done? We have figured out how to use Zoom. We have figured out why our camera isn't working. We've had to figure out why our camera, why our microphone isn't working. We've had to figure out what happens if you're going on and on about something. And the next thing you hear is you're on mute, right? We've all figured this out. And, and so the, the sort of timeline has been pushed forward rapidly over the last 12 months because of work from home, school from home, <laughs> entertainment from home. I mean, look at look at the news headlines, right? Like Scarlett Johansson is pissed that, you know, her box office movie was released streaming and her compensation package is tied to box office sales, right? And she has fanatical fans. And so what are her fans saying about this? How does she cultivate conversations? Can, can she do it all on Twitter? Can she do it all on Facebook? No, she can't do it in just one platform or, one, or rely on one social network to really ignite the flame of her fanatical fans. So what are brands going to do? 
Well, we cannot sit around and rely upon the things that we've done for the last decade and think that we're going to get the same kind of results. The world has changed. And the way brands market to their fans and, and how they provide value, that, that exchange for um, you know, what I want and, and how much I'm willing to part with in order to get that, um, we've, we've had significant disruption. So think about what, what are there some of the drivers of this sort of virtual brand engagement with these fanatical fans, right? I mean, the drivers have been convenience because we can't get in our car and, and go to a place because it's closed or, you know, there's limited seating capacity or, you know, there's, we're, we're just not quite sure if we're ready to get out there and, and, you know, be exposed to potential health concerns. Um, you know, whatever the reasons might be making it convenient for fans to interact. Uh, and then of course, safety, like we, we mentioned before, but also, you know, from a, a business continuity standpoint, right? How do we keep things going? And so these are all of the drivers or many of the drivers that have caused brands to rethink how are we going to ignite the flames of our fanatical fans? And there's some challenges, right? I mean, we had to overcome the tech. We had to overcome, you know, how does the camera work? Or I don't have a camera or I don't know what my microphone is like. All these things, right? And it doesn't matter if you're 14, 40, or 104. We've all had to kind of figure this stuff out. And again, so it's elevated. It's advanced very quickly our idea or our knowledge of how do we get access to the things that we are passionate about. So today we're going to talk about these seven sparks, these, these really core action steps that every brand really needs to think about because there is a tsunami coming and that tsunami is going to be around brands nfts well what is an nft all right so the word the the the, the acronym non-fungible token right um that still doesn't really help us very much either because we don't even use the word non-fungible in in our you know english uh, vernacular but, but in essence, you've got a digital asset that has a, a value to it. In essence, that's what we're talking about. And so without getting really deep into the specifics of NFTs and what they are and what they're going to mean for the future, let's just say this. The same way that, you know, Nike sells billions of dollars of apparel, Louis Vuitton continues to be the uh, an accessory leader in in women's accessories and 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 men's uh, you know shoes and wallets and and belts and so on. Um, you know, we as a society are obsessed with what people and how people think about us. And just like today, I'm wearing this uh, Under Armour shirt. Um, really doesn't have to do anything with the fact that I like Under Armour, but I like the way that the shirt feels, you know, it's dry, dry fit, it dries quickly, you know, on and on. But many of us, we wear and we drink and we eat and we consume these very specific brands and we want to have an association with it. 
And so for some of us, we're seen taking a selfie and we're wearing the brand or we're seen driving the brand or we're out and we're eating at the brand. And so throughout our digital profile, we have all of these you know, representations that we are associated with the brand because we, in our mind, associate that others, when they look at us, are going to see those brands and make some assumptions about the kind of person we are. Good or bad, guys, it, it just is the way it is. And, and status has always been a part of the human culture and the society that we live in. And so brands need to be aware of that. So what does this future brand tsunami look like? Well, it looks very much like it looks today, where whether you're on Instagram and have a little blue check mark next to your name, or whether you are, uh, you know, a verified channel on YouTube or, um, you know, on, on LinkedIn, you are a gold, uh, you know, uh, account. There are all of these markers that indicate something about your status. And that's going to be the same thing as we continue to move into the future, into the digital, into the metaverse and so on. And these non-fungible tokens, these digital assets that have value, we're going to have them and they're going to be available for uh, the public to see because why? Because we're going to make them available because why? Because we care what other people think. So that's not going to change. So it's not like I'm, you know, some, you know, fortune teller with, uh, you know, a crystal ball. I can see the future. No, I can look at the present and I can look at the past and what we've done in social and digital. I can see, we can observe very closely that this is the behavior. So let's jump into and let's unpack these seven sparks uh, that you want to ignite to fan the flame of your fanatical fans. So number one starts with observation. We need to observe what are the trends, what are the top posts, what are the top conversations, where is all, where are all the comments taking place? Because here's the thing. What I think brands really miss out on is the fact that the market itself reveals the interests and the behaviors that are guiding a brand's reputation. Brands think they have control or, or they, they, they are white knuckled trying to hold on to their brand public perception. And the fact of the matter is, there are millions of conversations that are taking place across the internet in the digital atmosphere about brands and how consumers think and feel about those brands. And so it starts with observation. Every brand needs to go out and find who is saying what, where are they saying it? Where are the voices? Where are these digital meeting rooms where these conversations are taking place? You remember in, in the early nineties, when we had the, the, the dot-com bubble, right? Everybody was thinking the internet is the greatest thing that we've ever seen. We really didn't know. People were paying tens of thousands of dollars for domain names. And then six months later, they went to a dollar. And we're gonna have that same thing in the NFT space. We're gonna have things that are gonna blow up 
but you're also going to have things that are going to stay. But what's more important is in preparing for that, brands need to have a space where these fans can interact and engage and, and keep connected because that's the one thing we we are craving connection. And we also have this incredible addiction to instant gratification. So if step number one is observation, step number two has to be design thinking. And I'm not talking about design as like, you know, how it looks, you know, what color it is, what shape it is. I'm talking more about the idea of design thinking and a construct of what is the human motivators and how do we solve these much larger problems, you know, at scale, but what are the, what are the drivers underneath? And so we go back to, you know, as we think about, okay, we need to create this space where we can cultivate, where we can ignite the passion of our fans. And so once we've observed the trends and then we can start to sort of unpack or, or reverse engineer these behaviors and interests, so that we can create conversations and channels and spaces where we're helping solve problems or we're helping to improve quality of life or we're help, helping to provide answers or insight or inspiration. And so as we continue to kind of sort of move forward in these steps and we've, we've kind of gone through the observation stage, we've gone through our sort of design thinking of problem solving and creating solutions, the next thing we need to think about is these sort of content channels. How are we going to create channels where people can specifically jump in and talk about a specific interest or a specific how-to, right? We already said earlier today that one of the things that we had to figure out was how does my camera work or how does my microphone work or, you know, how do I, you know, mute myself or put it, how do I the fact that people figured out how to do a background screen change like is phenomenal to me right like that is such a huge step in in just people's like how many people you know are like i am so not tech savvy or i'm computer illiterate and now you know we we figured out how to do these things well the same thing we're going to create these content channels where people can quickly jump in and go into a general discussion or a support question or the how to's, or maybe you have exclusive VIP channels that are a premium for, for folks. And so you're thinking about monetization in those cases. Number four is gamification. Guys, we are obsessed with winning. We love winning. And especially think about, you know, our, 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 you know, the age group of 18 to 27 year olds right now who have grown up on Fortnite and Call of Duty and many of these other, um, you know, online community games where, you know, leveling up and, and you know, rewards and incentives and levels um, is just part of our, our daily what we do, right? We come home after work, we jump online, we put on our gear and we go after it and we have fun, it's an escape. And so understanding that that is a natural part of the generation that is coming up now, we have to respect that. I don't care if you're a boomer or a Gen X, even if you don't know anything about Fortnite or you don't know anything about 
those things. You know that you like to use your American Express card because you get the points whenever you uh, you know make a purchase and you get to redeem those for flights or for other values. So you understand an incentive program and gamification is is just a digital version of that, right? It's a reward incentive program. And so understanding that and, and, and knowing that that's gotta be a core piece of the building of this digital space where you cultivate and fan the flame of your fanatical fans is so important. Number five is omni-channel marketing. How are we going to get out the word when we have gone through the observation step, we've gone through our design thinking, we've gone through you know, our content channel creation, we've, we've figured out and mapped out our gamification and how it's gonna be involved. How are we gonna get the word out? We've got to think, we've got to think through cross-channel promotion and the content has to be a reinforcement of the evidence of positive user experience in the space. I think this is so incredible because it, this creates the value proposition for your community. You know, especially if you create this space and it's and it's invite only. I think of uh, the Discord platform. You know, the Discord platform was launched in 2015. Um, you know, as sort of an answer to Skype and to Microsoft Teams. And, uh, you know, it started off with, you know, really quick adoption. And now, you know, they've gone from 5 million monthly active users to like 140 million in just six years. That's incredible exponential growth. And again, this group all came from originally what, what Discord started off as was a place for gamers to go and talk about the games that they were playing and how are they going to use cheat codes and how they were going to beat this level. And right, they're, they're fanatical fans. And they met on Discord and they talked about it, but they were it was invitation only. And what's great about Discord right now is it's not supported by ads. It's actually supported by a subscription um, model. So as a brand for 10 bucks a month, I can have, you know, X amount of users or I can pay, you know, the top end, which is like 100 bucks a month. Right. And have this dedicated space for fanatics to come and talk and we can segment into channels and we have the gamification. You know, we have emojis built in and we have levels built in and avatars and all the different sort of gamification components are all built in. We don't have to build it from scratch. It's already built, it's ready to go. But we have to have the omni-channel and being able to get the word out on social media platforms, whether it's Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or YouTube or whatever the platform is. Obviously you wanna take everything your brand has, social, uh, you know, text messaging, chat, uh, your email marketing, your hashtags, you know, whatever communication vehicles you have available, you want to leverage those to be able to create and broadcast in an omni-channel integrated communications platform that you've created this space for people to come and learn. Because there is going to be a huge learning curve 
that's out there when it comes to this NFT space. But the value, the intrinsic value that's going to be part of the digital asset and part of the store of value to these. And again, uh, we're going to have another episode where we're going to talk a little bit more about NFTs. But again, just to kind of, you know, for those of you who haven't done your, you know, just not aware, it's not on your radar. You know, there are organizations, entertainers, book writers, you know, all kinds of different uh, brands who have already kind of put together and started exploring producing NFTs where, you know, you get a digital asset, but tied to that is a value to a future event or to multiple events, right? Let's say you do a conference every year and maybe you sell an NFT and along with the NFT comes a value of, you know, a ticket to the next three years of conference. And so people are saying, I'm going to go to that anyway. I'll get the NFT. It'll show up in my wallet, my public profile, where people are like, wow, that guy's been to three, you know, Lollapaloozas, or that guy's been to three, you know, whatever expo conferences. Um, again, it's about status and it's about brand recognition and it's about getting your fans excited about what you're doing and what you're going to do. Now, that really brings in number six, which is the long-term strategy. When we think about these digital channels, these, these virtual brand engagement platforms, whether you're on Discord or whether you're you know, building your own on a, you know, a buddy press or a WordPress backend, whatever your platform is, um, you know, when you're creating this, this dedicated invite-only space for your fanatical fans, it has to be a long-term strategy because what's going to come in the next five to 10 years, it's going to look a lot like what we have right now, but there are going to be some applications that we just haven't seen, you know, until just very recently as it relates to these digital assets and these smart contracts that are a part of NFTs. And so, you know, I can imagine a world where, you know, Starbucks puts out an NFT for, you know, 0.0001, you know, Ethereum that essentially is like five bucks or 10 bucks or some very affordable entry point. And literally all it is is an icon that shows that you have it. And maybe you go in and you get a free coffee on your birthday. Like that's what that's what the that's what the NFT tsunami looks like, is that all of a sudden all these brands are coming in and they're trying to figure out how can I get my brand to show up in as many people's public wallets as possible. Guys, I hope a light bulb just went off. Because if you can think about if you can put your hands around all the different brand icons that are you know in your closet that you wear out in public or that are, you know, a part of your digital persona when you take that selfie, um, you know, or that are mentioned in your comments or that are retweeted in your stream or whatever, whatever the case may be, how you interact with all these brands, all of that is going to take place in that metaverse, in that digital world where we, you know, we're, we're it, it will be there. It's like a gigantic ledger. And so it's a long-term strategy, but there's also short-term value to our community today because we're creating these channels for people to learn about what does all this mean? How do I do it? Again, we've demonstrated as a society that when we have to do it, we will figure out how our camera works. 
We'll figure out how our microphone works. You know, we'll figure out all this stuff if we want access to the things that we want access. So lastly, number seven is to measure and adapt. And what measurement and adapt means for brands is to go back through steps one through six and repeat, right? We're gonna make, continue to make observations about conversations that are happening in these channels. We're gonna continue to go through the design thinking application and process of identifying what is the human need and response and how do we design a way for them to reduce the friction? And then how do we create channels so more conversations and more excitement and inspiration can take place, whether it's support or general or trending things or a VIP section. And we're gonna to continue to figure out how to gamify this whole thing and make it fun and competitive for those who are driven by those types of drivers. And then we're gonna to continue to have to figure out creative ways to leverage our omni marketing channels across all the different platforms that are here now and that are gonna evolve in the future. And then we're gonna reflect back on how did that impact our current strategies and how does it impact our future objectives and goals as an organization. Guys, I hope today's episode was helpful for you. If you don't know or haven't kind of looked into what are NFTs and how are brands using it, uh, get on Google because it is everywhere from entertainers, sports figures, uh, you know, all kinds of businesses are leveraging it. But what's more important right now is how do you grow your community online and through these digital channels, whether it's Discord, whether it's BuddyPress on WordPress, there are so many different ways to get there. But if you don't have it and you're not working on it, that, is, that should be your goal in 22, is to create this digital space for you to grow and ignite your fanatical fans. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Hope you'll tune in to the next episode. Take care.